Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Night Talks. Today, we are joined by Safwan Khan and Hassan Chaudhry, and this episode is brought to you by Kala Law. Visit Kala Law for your various legal needs. Safwan, Hassan, how are you guys? Excellent, excellent. Thanks for having me. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Assalamu Sham and Hassan. Assalamu alaikum. Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, Great. good. Good to see you guys. So uh, we're going to break down the first round. And uh, this year, the league expanded to eight teams. So it made the uh, the first round a little bit more interesting as we expanded from four from last year. So Jerusalem had the first pick. Salman Khan uh, had the first pick as a new GM. So Safwan, why don't you talk about his first pick there? Okay, sure. Yeah, I would love to, given that um, they broke our team up in half to start a new team, Jerusalem. So great guys, um, Salman and Imran, already off to a great start. Um, and PG was the first pick. So Pegam Wahidi, better known as PG, uh, didn't even come out to the skills combine, even though you're supposed to as a newcomer to PSL Knights, but he just didn't even have to because he was just the number one pick. Like It was like the NBA draft. You don't work out for anybody if you already know you're the number one pick. And um, consensus uh, basically was the number one pick because he's five tool. Uh, we seen him at like Salam Cup and we saw what he can do. And he's come to a couple of BSL tourneys and he's pretty much smashed the ball and he's excellent with the glove five tool players so no surprise there um pg welcome to the league and look forward to playing with you yeah number one number one recruit never never shows up to workouts right like you said he's shown up to some of the tournaments and uh, that's that's where i've seen him as well uh, the little bit i have seen him and he's he's clearly a great athlete um can play anywhere in the field uh and his and his back is very solid as well um and I think the biggest thing to note here for Salman is that uh, he gets the gets the three important positions out the way. I always talk about how pitcher, uh, shortstop, and left center is the positions you really want to fill uh, if you want to be a successful softball team. And uh, pitching himself, uh, Salman, and then Imran being able to play both shortstop and outfield, and PG being the same can play both shortstop and outfield, both at uh, an elite level. Imran showed it last year uh, with the Gold Glove at shortstop and having Gold Gloves in Sundays for outfield as well. And PG should be in the similar mode defensively where uh, you can move them wherever so now you got elite gloves at each of those positions um, and a very solid uh, foundation to start with for Jerusalem. Great now Medina uh, had the second pick and uh, I don't know about you two but this one may have thought would have gone to somebody else uh, but he took uh, Ahmed Ahmad yeah, this was a similar story for yeah, exactly what you're saying. Um, it's a surprise, and it's not in the sense um, that the talent isn't there. Ahmed is a top three talent. Uh, he could have easily went number one. But more that uh, usually you look at where the connections are, where the sort of relations are, and where uh, someone might go when you're predicting sort of your mock draft. Um, and this, this definitely wasn't it. Uh, it's hard to find any sort of connection there other than the only connection you find is Mo doesn't look for connections. Mo looks for best player available, and he definitely thought that was Ahmed, so um, it definitely it, it makes sense for him to go to that number two spot. Uh, and an immense amount of power, um, and his glove has just been improving every year. Yeah, exactly. He's looking to like really come back and and be proven. It's like a year where he's going to want to prove. He's already done everything he wants to do in this league. He doesn't really have to prove anything, but just the type of guy he is, he wants to like be a clear cut like outlier. And last year was in his books probably a year where he knows that he can take it up to like like an outlier level. So I'm expecting big things there. And that was probably the right pick there. He always strikes me as a guy. He gets mad. If he hits a home run, you find the ball. <laughs> He's the type of guy, like if the, if the ball doesn't clear the fence enough, he'll get mad, you know? So yeah, um, yeah. Um, number three, Cordoba. Uh, Bilal takes someone not uh, disfamiliar to this podcast. Uh, Hassan Chaudhry. 
Listen, Jodri, yeah. So let me start this one off first because this was a surprise, but not a surprise. Like, it was a surprise that Bilal um, sort of stepped in because I was having some conversation with Bilal. Like, I was asking, like, yeah, who are you going to take? Da, 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 da. And he gave me, like, you never said your name, right? So um, I guess he was keeping his cards, like, down and rightfully so he made a great pick because Hassan can't say enough good things about him because we played together last year Hassan if you look at his numbers before he had to take some time off like towards the end of the season was an MVP candidate and was doing a lot so him being number three is very reasonable and he could he could very well have been number one pick so it makes sense Hassan can play every position too even if you wanted to get him to pitch one day or two um, he probably won't do that, but also great culture, great leadership. He'll bring the other guys up. So basically everything you want in your first pick, not just a player, but an all, all-around team guy. So that's a great pickup right there. Yeah, mashallah. So from the first three picks, this is the the first pick where you're, you're kind of not only getting a top-round talent, but also a, a second leader for your team, right? So another guy that can talk to some guys on the team, you know, improve the team uh, and keep morale high. So we won't allow Hassan to boast uh, about how great he is himself. Uh, so we'll jump to the fourth pick, Lahore, uh, that takes another Chaudhry brother, uh, Ali Chaudhry at number four. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to myself anyways, just because the only good thing about going number three is what I can I can tell Ali and uh, Omar as well that I was the first Chaudhry taken. <laughs> so it's more bragging rights for me. But uh, I really expected Ali actually to go to the spot that I went. Um, uh, again, similar to what we talked about PG, someone who's a great athlete, has power, and plays that shortstop position, absolute premium positions. And again, this might be biased because he is my brother, but I, I do think he is the best shortstop um, in the league. Uh, just because of its uh, athleticism at that position and his reaction time is uh, is unreal. Um, he's every every play he's looking to make a highlight play, um, and I, and with that power pairing that with the uh, Omer is um, is going to be scary to see. Um, and similar story, um, he doesn't get quite the pitcher shortstop outfield combo, but he does get. Um, Omer, Omer in the outfield and him, uh, Ali in at shortstop. Uh, that, yeah, does that is, um, so he does show up two of those positions. So he just got, he just had to look for a pitcher. That, uh, he got his two main positions locked up. What a, what a gift to get at the fourth pick, of former MVP of our league who plays shortstop and can hit the ball yard. Um, can pretty much do it all. Oh, uh, the one thing about him too is his base running. Like every time he he like hits the ball like he's looking to score like even if it's a single expect a lot of runs scored from Ali and Omar um, not sure exactly um, who's going to hit third and fourth there uh, but it's going to be a pitcher's nightmare and it's positioned um, off top in a great uh, first round pick having a former MVP I just wanted to add that was actually a really good point about the base running I think that's something that um, the rest of us including myself really should be learning he, he's when you talk about Ahmed's angry that his home run didn't go uh, far enough, um, at least similar, he wants to hit a home run every at bat. If he doesn't, he just doesn't want a single. A single is a failed failed at, at bat for him. Yeah, no, for sure. Even a walk. He was like telling yeah. me sometime where his slugging, he told me like he brought his math into it. He's like, if I'm slugging like 2,000, I'm not taking a walk because basically I get a double every time I get on, exactly. I get there. So yeah. when I when he when he said that, my perspective changed. Like, yeah, I, I, I read yeah, this I, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's something, especially if you have the speed to back it up, I think that's something that a lot of people should be learning uh, in this league. I think that is one thing that if you want to take your, your game in general to a next level, it comes at, on, on the things that people don't think about, like base running. 
Okay, now you're now you're starting to spill the secret sauce. So uh, let's let's continue. <laughs> Istanbul, led by Taki Ahmed, another new uh, GM in the league. Uh, he jumps to number five and takes the first new, uh, well, I guess the second newcomer in uh, Umer Ali. If anybody who knows Taki, um, this guy is like a data engineer, data analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got these um, models and algorithms in the background, so I don't really question his picks too much. And I've actually played with Umer Ali in um, Dome Ball. Very powerful hitter. I'm expecting a lot of slugging there. And now Tucky has Ishmael and Umer. So he's got two really big bats there. And I think Umer is going to play outfield for him too. It's a great pickup. Umer plays in other leagues. And he's pretty much been like the main slugger in those leagues. So there was other proven players from BSL available here. But I really do like this pick because this could be a potential number one pick by year's end. So big bats, but also just big guys too, right? Ismail and Umer both is these huge, huge presences. And also, uh, Umer was actually the MVP for JMS in 2019. So he's already got that MVP level uh, of play in. And if you look at his stats, they're they're pretty unreal when you look at the JMS. So when you talk about offensive power, no question about it. Umer could definitely be a top two, top three, even top guy uh, in the league. So number six uh, is Safwan's pick, and he must have been dancing around when Omar Chaudhry falls to him at six. The thing with this draft, again, was with all the new guys, someone, someone like this was going to drop, right? Like you, you get an offensive player of the year coming to you at six. Um, it's a huge pickup. And when you talk about culture guys, you talk about guys that people respect, someone who will offer his advice when, when asked for and will pump up the team at number six. And again, this is excluding everything he does with the bat. I think it is a great pick. And I know Safwan hasn't played with him yet, but I think, uh, honestly, Safwan, I think you're, you will enjoy it. And you'll learn to sort of lean on his leadership as well, just more on the field, more vocalization of, that he does bring to, bring to the team. For sure, for sure. You know, you know how it is. I, I playing with um, you last year. It was like kind of delegated everything to you last year. So definitely looking for somebody to sort of captain the team. I mean, I can do it, but I prefer if it's somebody more proven. And I think Omer. There's great guys on our team, but like that's great things I've heard. Of. And I've got to play with Omer before. I knew I was going to take a Chaudhry. It was, it was either Omer or, or the next one. The reason why I also took him was. It was based on merit at the end of the day. Like he was the offensive player of the year last year for us. He crazy, crazy numbers. I wanted to take another big back off the board, kind of to take pressure off the other guys to like, you don't always have to hit a home run. So that's why I had to do it because he was the best big bat to me available. All right. Now uh, at number seven was Cairo uh, led by Kizer Chana, another uh, new GM in the league. And he took Yusuf Chaudhry. Yep. Can't say enough good things about Yusuf. Three BSL seasons, three BSL finals, three Yusuf Chaudhry appearances. So, you know, like he's always, he's a proven winner. And I think he's going to like perfect for Kizer because now Yusuf can come in and give that experience for a first time GM. So, and Yusuf can do it pretty much all too. He's more of like an on-base, like um, all over the place, but he could try to go for the yard too. And he can, he probably will come in and try to play shortstop for them too. So I know that's your team, Sham. So I think Yusuf is great for that because he gives that experience to that first year GM. Yeah, so I was saying that Yusuf already has that shortstop uh, gold glove under his belt too. And when we say he's a contact guy, but I think he's been a contact guy out of necessity rather than ability. Because even last year, if you look at him, Bilal and uh, Ahmed all had nine home runs each. Uh, playing for that same Cordoba team, so he can he uh, he can definitely go a yard if he wants. So he, he has he puts uh, all of him, 
all of his weight up behind it, but he can definitely do it uh, if needed. Um, with Omer, with Seem as their uh, AGM, he might not be needed, but he's very—he's definitely a very flexible player. And as Safan said, um, a, a solid leader to boot. Um, so it's and uh, the only other thing I did want to add is he is the best player that we know of that has played BSL Knights or BSL Sundays left on the board. So that makes sense for Khizr in that sense, that if you want to go with someone you already know for sure will be a solid guy in your first round, Yusuf's a guy to go for here. Yeah, definitely looking forward to to playing with Yusuf. I've never had uh, the pleasure of doing that. And I think that's what Khizr wanted. He wanted to make sure that his first pick was a proven you know, uh, commodity uh, in the leagues. So last pick uh, fell to Hamid, a new GM uh, representing Baghdad. And at number eight, he took Noor Zia. Yeah, this was kind of a gift here. Noor Zia comes from another league where he's the man over there. Like in terms of his talent and skill level, probably rated like number one. So he's coming to our league for the first time this year. He plays shortstop, has a superb arm, great defensive abilities, and a great hitter. It's probably the last best shortstop on the board. He can He could easily be... And I say I've been saying this a lot, but in terms of overall talent, he's up there with the PGs and um, Ali Chaudhrys. Probably not speed-wise, but everything else, excellent elite, and expecting big things here from from Noor. I, I don't know. I don't know why you want to name this other league, but he was in the GMS league as well, and I, I did ah, kind of it. creep on that's his stats, creep on his stats a little bit, and he was both top five in uh, in average and slugging for that league as well. Um, so when you talk about bat talent, he's up there with uh, Umer, but at the same time, like you said, um, with a shortstop type glove. So this could be one of those steals where he, maybe he should have been the number one pick because um, mm. he seems like a top talent uh, in GMS, which already has produced some great talent. You know, Abbas and Shane both already came, which were on the Damascus teams, and uh, he's he's almost lapping she, almost lapping Shane in terms of average. I'm hoping Shane's listening to this so he knows. But he's almost <laughs> lapping Shane in terms of average. So if Shane was that good for us last year, I, I can only imagine how Noor is this year. I, I've heard similar things from people. I, I had spoke to one person, and uh, he said uh, if you could take Nurzia one, two, three, four, you would do it. Like he's he's that good in terms of ranking uh, with the other JMS players that joined this year. Um, let's talk about sleeper picks. Looking at the entire draft, who, who's a, a pick that you think that that was a, a sneaky good pick that will have a good year? Who's your sleeper pick? So I'm going to name a couple and then maybe narrow it down. But I did have, first one was Hussein Alidina because um, – uh, he's uh, Abbas's brother, and and very seen from him how good he is. And Abbas couldn't stop saying good things about him. And uh, I'm hoping Hussein's listening to this one, so he knows that his his brother does have some good things to say about him. If if his brother's anything like mine, but so he he went on the 43rd pick, uh, so I could see him. Farouk's a guy that we uh, we did talk about earlier too, but that he's he's hurt, which is why he dropped. But if he can be healthy, come August and into September with playoff start, they just got a 600 hitter at the sixth round spot which is which is gonna be amazing for that back team um two or three actually have so many sleepers i don't think they would count more another one was taha durani uh for medina um this guy i've known for a really long time he's new to softball um in a sense uh that he hasn't played regularly but he's a phenomenal athlete he packs so much power and in a small frame. Um, the first time he ever played softball with us was just in a casual practice, and he's hitting hitting the fence already. 
and that was literally just picking up the bat and seeing what he can do. So a full season, um, especially if Zahid can sort of show him a couple of a couple of his tricks, um, I think he'll be sensational. Similar in Medina, Samir Chawla. He played with us first year in our uh, in our Medina team with the, myself and Safwan, and he had a he had a very down season, but then he had a home run uh, in the finals. So another guy, if he if he continues uh, the way he did there, he, he could be sensational. I'm gonna end it there. I'm gonna name 50 other people otherwise, but uh, oh, yeah, for, go sure, for sure, for sure. No, one guy you said that I would say too, Taha, because because um, oh yeah, we we all balled with him. Uh, we played basketball yeah. with him, so. Yeah. Yep. I've been saying that basketball players make good transitional softball players, so I expect great things from him. He will improve as we go on, but in terms of tracking the ball, he's a great, uh, and he's got speed, so and he's not afraid of the ball. Uh, from Jerusalem, I like Arsalan Abdullah, another basketball player, <laughs> but he had a great on-base percentage last year for Lahore, and this, sec- and this is the second season. I expect him to just continue that momentum. Um, from Cordoba, I like Saad Hasnan is already great. Um, he didn't play last year, but he should be a good player this year. It's uh, expecting maybe even Sunny to improve this year. I heard he got some like new gear, so Sunny, <laughs> I'm watching out for you. Assad Ahmed from Istanbul. Um, I saw him playing at a couple scrimmages, and I like what I saw there. So looking out for you. Have it looking for you to have a great year. Sham, Sham, of course, yes, you, Sham. I'm expecting you to just play free. And that's going to transition well for your for you. And then Thaya uh, Yoga Chandran, I think, will also be a good pick for Baghdad. And yeah, like Hussein, uh, Hassan Khan is coming back. Kamal Siddiqui is coming back. So can't say enough good things about brothers. I'm, I'm going to throw two more out there uh, from Lahore uh, that I played with last year. I think Fuad Sheikh is due. I think he's a better athlete than he's shown. Uh, if he can keep his hamstring together, he seems to get injured running to first base a lot um and Saad Ibrahim who was new to the league last year but really kind of picked it up at the tail end of the season at, at, like, his swing reminds me of Farouk Sani he has a very uh who's his friend by the way he has a very uh cricket swing but it's effective right it just he just places it where he needs to go so I would look for those two to have good years at the plate yeah I can definitely see Saad being the next Farouk someone to look up to Saad <laughs> uh so Pick your MVP. Who's your MVP this year? Go ahead, Safan. Man, I can't pick one, but let me... Well, there's a couple guys. Um, Ali Chaudhry, for sure. I mean, anybody who won MVP before, excluding myself, of course. But yeah, <laughs> Ali Chaudhry. Uh, Ahmed Ahmad, because I know that you guys are coming back. Like, they want to take their throne back, you know? <laughs> so, um, of course, Hassan Chaudhry, too. But I just think Hassan likes to just stay in the back, you know? Like, he'll put himself, like, seventh in the order. And then, you know, like, but no, as, as an MVP, you got to bat third or fourth. And yeah, Norzia too. So, so those are, those are some of my picks. I actually wonder if there's enough home runs available on Lahore with Omar Katab already there for Ali to be uh, an MVP there. I think so. I think, um, I think there is because I think uh, if you look at um, Medina last year, both uh, Omar Chaudhry and Imran Qureshi both had uh, double-digit home runs. So I think if they spread the lineup right, if they organize it with both of them having those opportunities, I think there will be those opportunities. It is it is a balancing act for sure. Uh, but I think the difference makers, so when I think about MVPs, I think about guys who can play both ways at a high level. So if, if Ali Cho, Ali's 
a couple of home runs behind, he'll be up there for the for the glove. Um, so I think what Safran actually, I was going to echo exactly what Safran was going to say between Noor Ali and if PG is 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 who we think he is, mm-hmm. um, those three guys. But obviously uh, the fourth guy being Safran, uh, he's going to exclude himself. But I'm not. Uh, the guy was a former MVP. Um, Again, both with the glove and former home run champion as well. There's no way you can't include him in the conversation. So, yeah, and one more thing. Yeah, okay, sure, sure, Hassan. Um, <laughs> there's different motives this year, but your team has to finish like relatively high, like one or two. You can be doing great things, but if your team finishes fourth or fifth, I know it's a team sport, but that might come back to kind of like hinder your chances there. That's the other team, the other thing too. Team success, I think, also factors into that um, in addition to what Hassan was saying. Yeah. Sorry, one guy actually I missed too. Imran Merchant is another guy who, similar to how you said, yeah. I put myself seventh. He had to take a bit of a backseat last year to yourself. Yeah. So just because you're having such a big year, it, it I mean, there's nobody in the league who could have surplanted. But if it was a number two guy, it might have been Imran because he's another guy who's excellent with the glove and he has that power with the bat if you free him to do it. Uh, we didn't last year, just again, based off of need. Um, but he's another guy who could definitely step up to that mantle. Based on who I've seen, I, I'd probably go with PG or Ahmed Ahmad. I think I think they're both uh, really good players. I think, like you're saying, Crazy's going to want to have a big year this year, and he's set up on a roster that I think is conducive for him to have. Oh yeah, a really big monster uh, offensive year, and and he's really improved uh, defensively. Where I don't think the uh, the defensive area of the game will impact his uh, candidacy there. Uh, let's talk about most improved. Who's your uh, Who's your candidates for most improved? I, I, I can actually go first here because um, actually I mentioned him for sleeper Samir Chawla. Um, again, this is definitely some bias going on, but he came to one of our pickup games early in this year, just as uh, sort of we were opening up uh, in terms of Ontario in terms of the COVID restrictions, and uh, he just he slapped the ball around. And he's a guy who, who again, will really listen. He's he's motivated. Um, he's looking to improve. Um, so at the at that position there, and based on his year one stats, the, you couldn't do any worse. So that, there's definitely uh, sort of Samir. I think could definitely be uh, be that guy. Uh, a guy I was want to see take that mantle is uh, Hassan Abzal, because he has such a solid swing. It's about consistency for him. The, the day he figures out that consistency, he can be uh, he can jump up four or five rounds uh, in, in in night's drafts um, if, he, if he gets there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I like everyone you just said. Just add two more to the list. Uh, Omar Khan, I, I, I feel like he can do things if he just focuses more. Uh, and I've seen him. I just saw play with him on Sunday. I was like, whoa, you're, you can actually like definitely help a team like win a lot of games. So... Akif Wahid too, I think if he comes off his um if he everything is aligned there can be really good. Yeah, Akif is too good to get most improved. Like he he's a legit player. I I think uh, I would I would I would exclude him from from that. He's 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 been an all star in BSL Sundays. So but I agree with everybody you guys said. I, I'm gonna second Hassan Azal. Uh, more affectionately known as Desert, he's due as well. His swing is so pure. Uh, when he makes contact, it, it just flies, and it's about consistency. And my other person who I think is is could be most improved is uh, Umer Ashraf. So this is a guy who um, 
played with uh, I think he was on Medina last year, right? Is that is that is that right? He's actually been on Medina. He's played three years, been on Medina all three years. Yeah, yeah. So and Muhammad, I, I your brother. Muhammad, Muhammad seems to love him for some reason. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But your brother really worked with him last year, and you saw him making strides. And now he gets to play with uh, with Zahid as well, who I'm sure will give him little uh, tips here and there. So I think I think he uh, he's got a big frame. He's he he can hit. So uh, he would be my other pick for uh most improved All yeah right. you know sorry that would i would add to i was going to add to uh on top of that mara ship as well honestly if nothing else just for as good of a guy he is uh one of the, one of the guys is love playing with he's he's a great personality as well and just an overall good guy yeah mashallah so player to have a breakout season so this is we're looking for a player that is uh picked in the fifth sixth seventh round that has a, a breakout season where he uh, kind of puts it all together. So I'm, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to actually take one of our uh, our Damascus uh, buddies in Hatov. He already had the yes. breakout season technically last year, yes. but he could even be better than he is. And he showed that last year, not just because in the final he hit those two home runs, but even in the practices prior to the final, he was hitting them out regularly. So all of a sudden, this is guy who was supposed to be a contact hitter beginning of the season, but then the season became he became the power guy. He had more playoff home runs than I did um, by the end of it. So even with his amazing season last year, he could be this guy who next year should be a top two round, top three round type of guy. Um, so I'm gonna tell him to go go hit the cages, go hit BP more often because this is what I'm expecting from him. Agreed, now. agreed, agreed. And no, yeah, no, for hundred, hundred, hundred percent. What a great guy from like two years ago to what he did in the finals last year. But I also think the Hassan Chaudhry effect um, helped him excel a lot. Like, uh, and like, who's who's like, hopefully, and I do see that there's a lot of Hassan Chaudhry's like on Jerusalem that can pick a guy up and really like bring out the best in somebody. Uh, but I do want to maybe attribute some of his success to uh, your leadership there, Hassan, because I think you were kind of like a big brother to him. I don't like, yeah, but like he did like sort of look up to you for like some mentorship there. So um, I think you really brought out his talent. Yeah. So, and, what, and then your question was like, who do we think is going to break out from like the fifth, sixth, seventh round? I think, okay. One of the new guys like EBP, uh, Irfan Bana Patel. So EBP, that's the, that's just, I heard Mo say that. I saw him at the combine and I was like, who is this guy? He said EBP. I'm like, okay, EBP. That's an easy way to say it. And um, I like I like what I saw there. So I'm gonna say EBP. I like, yeah. I'm gonna just stick with one guy this time around. Uh, EBP, I, I think is gonna is gonna turn some heads there. I got one guy as well, and I swear I'm not doing this on purpose, but it's another Cairo player, uh, Hamza Wahid. I think he plays a high value position as a pitcher. Uh, I, we've seen him improve as a pitcher year in, year out. And I think his bat has been improving as well. And I think this is a year maybe he puts it together and uh, increases his value. Sorry, I did have one more guy on uh, Baghdad, um, Aslam Abdullah. Mm-hmm. He had literally the best non-home run shot I saw last year, all year. Uh, it was against us. He hit one absolutely on a rope right down uh, right field line, Oppo, uh, hitting the fence. And um, he's new, so we had no idea where he could hit. So we shifted a little bit because most guys, not most guys, nobody can do that. Honestly, there's not a, even if you look at our top, um, there's nobody who can do that to that to that level. And when I saw that, I, I thought he was going to be something special. And I think he, he still could be just just with the bat, um, the way I, what I, from what I saw last year. 
All right, so let's pick them. Give me the two teams you think are going to be in the finals. Hassan, go ahead. Uh, so again, I think uh, I believe not picking your own team. Sorry, yeah, not not, you can't take your own team. It's not your own team. So I got three that I like. Um, so I'm going to name those and I'll narrow it down to two. So I like Damascus, Medina, and Jerusalem. Um, Jerusalem, for the reasons we talked about, uh, the Salman, Imran, PG, right off the bat, they're so solid defensively. Um, Medina, because I think they got some good picks, uh, middle and late rounds. Um, and Damascus, because I think, um, Safwan, I, I think you took some risks, but they were very well calculated risks. They weren't the type of risks where we're unsure how they might pan out. They're the type of risks that we're fairly certain they'll work out. Um, so I got Damascus. So if I had to pick two of them, I'll take Damascus then. Um, and then between Jerusalem and Medina, I'm torn just because Salman and Rana are there, my former Damascus champion buddies. But at the same time, I also, also had a championship with Medina. So it's, it's split decision there, but I'm going to go with the. Uh, Go, go Medina just because I want to see Amara Chef in the finals. Yeah, I want to see those guys too. Um, I like a lot of things have to work out right for Medina, but I think it's like the probability is high. I think I think they have a lot of cooks. Um, it might be it, it might be too many cooks in the kitchen, but it might also be like a masterpiece dinner and like it's just a feast, like the best feast ever. <laughs> if just things that just go to, according to plan. But I do like the Bilal, Javid, and Hassan Jodri. So first, yeah, Jerusalem is like number one. Like, yeah, for sure. PG and Imran, when you start off with that, Umer Sheikh, proven BSL Sunday, right? He fell. He didn't fall, but at 16, that was like a easy kind of selection, I thought. And then the surprise of the draft, I thought, but a great pick. Abdul Mandra at 17, what, because he could be a star in our league. And you got him at 17. Okay, this is one of the new guys in our league who is considered to be like the man of his team. Um, so they played your team in the finals, Hassan, in the Salam Cup. So, and then you got Rami Siddiqui, who's also a proven Sundayer, Hatif Soil and finals MVP, Neil Irfan, proven Sundayer, Arsalan's going to pick up. Like, and then, yeah, Mohammed Al Sakni is coming back, and so uh, Omar Khan and uh, Mahmoud Kasim. Like, yeah, like they should finish pretty high. Then the other team um, with that, Medina and, and Cordoba, I, I think that there's going to be some real nice battles there that I'm going to get the pleasure to watch. So I'm really looking forward to this season, really looking forward to all the teams, and I can't wait for the season to start. So I also have Jerusalem as... as I, I'm afraid they could they, they might run away with the regular season. They, they're just so strong through their whole lineup. I, th- I think they drafted really well. The second team... I think Baghdad has a, a real chance to be something special as well. They have a couple big power bats from what I've heard from the combine. They have Nirvan's going to pitch for them, and he's a great leader as well. You know, when he uh, starts screaming, it's hard not to get pumped up. As we mentioned, Aslam is probably could be the breakout se- uh, player of the season. They're going to get Fruksani back just in time for the playoffs. So there, there might be uh, that. That might be my second pick uh, to make the final. And all, uh, yeah, and just to that point, like also Hamid, like Hamid yeah. actually is also like looking really good, man. This year, like I was talking to him the other day, he's been taking care. Man of his looks body. like he's been lifting some weights. <laughs> yeah, exactly when I told him, and he's like, "Yep." So he's ready for this year. So I think, yeah, like I like that pick too, man. Uh, I can't sleep on Baghdad at all. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add before we cut it off? Yeah, man. Just can't wait for the season to start. I know I said this, um, but yeah, just keep like brotherhood alive. And just because you're facing people doesn't mean like 
you have to like hate them or be their enemy maybe for a little bit it's good to be competitive <laughs> but also keep the brotherhood alive and help your brothers up and um just be the best you can be Awesome. Final yeah, I can't follow that. that. I can't follow that. All that, all of that, and more. Uh, exactly what you're saying. Maybe between those seven innings that you're actually playing. But I think the great part of this league is before and after. It's something where you can, if you're if you're on Team uh, Medina from last year, that you can barbecue afterwards and uh, have a good time. All right, great guys, great guys. All right, thank you very much for listening to episode two of Night's Talks. We'll be back with episode three in a couple weeks. <laughs>